welcome to Since We Cynical. My name is Sean, and with me yet again is the one and the only Frank Jack. What's up, Frank? What's up, Sean? Sean I'm, I'm excited about what we're talking about today. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about um, hiking and camping and all that jazz, right? Yeah. Okay, so fire away, Which Frank. Is, it's weird, because, you know, you spend so much time in the woods. I really just figured you spent that much time in the closet, really. I didn't know it was the woods. You, but you didn't know until we started talking before this podcast that I'm actually an Eagle Scout. An Eagle Scout. So what is that? Like, is that like Eagle like, Scout? Is that like is having like a PhD in molesting no, children? No. Like, what is that exactly? The Eagle Scout merit badge is the highest rank you can get in Boy Scouts of America. It goes, um, I think it goes Scout, Tenderfoot, Second Class, First Class, Star. I don't want to get this wrong, but, but I think it's Star, and then Life, and then Eagle Scout. Right, that's all, that's all, that's all. So that's, that's what, that's what it is. And Eagle Scout is like the most prestigious <laughs> ranking. It's what everyone, it, everyone like in culture and pop culture and society knows. Like it, that is the rank. Like if you don't hit Eagle Scout, then, you know, then it's like, well, most people that don't hit Eagle Scout are ones that just mess around and don't actually try to get the merit badges. They just show up and hang out. Well, yes, yes. And you mentioned it was... It was the top rank in Boy Scouts, and like I said, what does that mean? Like, okay, do you that talk, means do you, you have, have those younger children. Do you bring them out? Like, no, that well, means. How, what do you do to get this? You get, you get, badge a, you, get a bu- you get a bunch of merit badges. Like, you Mer- get, what like, is a merit badge? Okay, merit badge is like there's like a camp. You take classes. Like, you know, if you go to a summer camp, it's like a week long, um, week long class where you learn about certain things. So there, let's say there's like there's a swimming. Merit badge. Okay. There's a canoeing merit badge. There's a citizenship of the nation, citizenship of the world. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Life saving. So basically, it's basically like you a, learn a, a bunch like, of it's traits. like a, it's a sticker for for right. Okay. And you have to have a certain amount of certain amount of um, merit badges to get each rank. Mm-hmm. So once you get a certain amount, you get everyone starts off as scout. Mm-hmm. But you have to have like the rank is scout. Right. And then you get a certain amount, and then you get tenderfoot, and then you have to have your scoutmaster or whoever, not whoever, like an assistant scoutmaster, or someone, someone in like a, a higher, like a, um, like an adult, adult scoutmaster, whatever you want to call it, sign off on it. And then you get a little, you get a little bad, like a little um, badge or thing to put on your uniform. Okay, so, so what's the hardest merit badge to obtain to become an Eagle Scout? Uh, that it just depends on the person. Depends on your. It depends on your um your strengths and weaknesses. I mean, for me, it was real hard to get to the life save the life saving um merit badge because you literally, they literally, put your ass like through like training to be like a lifeguard. It's literally a lifeguards out there. Like they literally take it seriously. Like you have a certain amount of time to you have to jump in. You know. Go pretty far deep. I don't know. I don't know how deep, but you have to go pretty. It depends on the area. Like it depends where you're at to take the class. And then it's they they train you. They train these like you know you can get it like at 14 to you can get that merit badge whenever you want. But they they treat these little they they train these little kids like they do like an adult. You know like an older adult trying to become a lifeguard. So so that was really hard because you have to be precise and of course CPR and everything. You had to get. You had to go to the. I went to the hospital. You had to go to the hospital or local, you know, facility, and get CPR certified, and everything. And and then once you get that, then you can get the other badges that come along with it. Okay. You know, okay. first aid and everything. Right. 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 So just there's certain skills. requirements. Some merit badges have. You have to have a certain merit badges before you can get to this one. Like there's sub requirements. Right. Like you can't get this merit badge unless you have. Like prerequisites. Yeah, prerequisites. Yeah. Right. So um, that was that was awesome. I had a, I had a blast. I was actually a senior patrol leader for. Um, really. You know what senior patrol leader is? I don't know. It sounds like something important. Basically, basically, it sounds like you're in charge of people. So that I'm already. I'm, I'm already. <laughs> I know. I'm already I know. Surprised. I had to. I had to. I had to uh, the joke is that I actually had to politicize <laughs> for the for the position. Uh, but I was like fourteen. You but ran for it. Yeah, yeah. The you elections. had to run for yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, um, it's like every. I think it's like every six months we, you have elections. Most people obviously get reelected for like, but except for me. <laughs> it, was, they had, it was six months, and then that was it. <laughs> Not surprised. So what? So I, so what is it like? 
So I just assume we would go to the badass, badass ass. No, you go to a meeting. The... You go to a meeting, and everyone and you, you. Um... I've been to a lot of meetings. So, so one of those things I could have gotten become a, a senior something. Yeah, senior patrol leader, and then it's just like, and then you tell the you tell the troop. They're called troops. You tell the troop why you think you should be the SPL, and then everyone's running for. They ask you before the meeting who wants to run for SPL, and you raise your hand, and then they you come up to the front and then you explain why you should be SPL and then everyone everyone talks about it like they let the the troop talk about it and then everyone votes like in a piece of paper you know when you mm -hmm. vote and then at the end of the end of the meeting they announce who's the SPL and then the SPL picks as ASPL which is assistant so it's like captain yeah I get it of the of the whole group so <laughs> you yeah, so you run the meet you sometimes you let them run the meetings and everything and um, and then there's other there's other positions besides that, you know. Right. There's chaplain, which is like the prayer, like lead in <coughs> prayer. But there's other positions um, that you put just regular patrol leader, because there's different patrols. Like when you want on camping, they, they they divide them into groups. So there's usually like four patrols. It's just a way to divide the. Right. Right. I get it. Patrol. So. So in, in Boy Scouts, you, you do a lot of camping and stuff, right? Yeah, like almost so, every, um, it's usually like a weekend, they take a weekend. So, and you do it sober, right? Yeah, they're little kids. Well, I, I don't know. I just, the, adults, I think it, the adults, I've, I've, um, I've, heard sto I've heard stories about the adults drinking when the kids go to bed. I mean, I but feel that's like, just, I feel that's like, just myth. I don't want to get, I don't want to get. I feel like you should because like, camping's kind of like everything else in life. Mm -hmm. It's awesome when you're drinking. If you're not drinking, it's just I. Yeah, but, but but back to that. Um, so what do you think about Girl Scout girls in Boy Scouts? It's really gonna hurt it because now now anytime you can't really well, go camping anymore because you can't really just, bring girls camping it's not, it's not because just, they could be like, oh, little Bobby touched me. No, when it's we were not camping. just. I mean, it's you not, really can't it's do that. Girls, girls have their girls have their own. It's Girl Scouts of America, but, but they don't. Ha I guess it's not as fun as Boy Scouts. I don't understand. I don't know, except for the cookies. I don't, but I, the cookies are are legit. I actually hate Girl Scout cookies. Oh well, I I beg to differ, but. No, the thing about it now is you can have, uh, there's like they allowed, um, I don't know, I don't want to be too specific about this. I don't want to offend anybody, but now they Please let, offend people. They let gay, um, gay people into Boy Scouts. That was a big, well, it was a big thing. It turned off a lot of, well, a lot of the adults. It, it went on and on and on. And you know that's that that was a, that was a hot well, topic about a couple of years ago. There's been gay people in Boy Scouts. No, but I mean is, it's been it's, it's it's just it was like the military. It's don't like ask don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, I was thinking the, I was thinking the same that's thing. That's the only difference. Yeah, I was thinking the um, same thing. I think that's sad that people have to judge people based on their sexuality. Yeah, or anything. I just um I just don't know about adding girls to Boy Scouts. Um, well, Girl Scouts have their own thing. It's Girl Scouts of America. They should, they do. but they do. But now they're letting girls into Boy Scouts. Oh, well, I, I don't and, know. And I think about that. I think that could lead into a lot of fake scandals. And I, I think you're putting kind of these scout leaders in a bad position. Yeah. So I don't. I think they should just keep girls, girls with Girl Scouts and boys with Boy Scouts. No, I agree. Like they, like the tradition is. Right. But um, and then of course, which is why I always like if you if I go to Winn Dixie sometimes, any um, some scouts troops. Will uh, what am I gonna say? like try to do um, like sell stuff? And I always I always buy because I want to support um, the cause. Scouts. You want to get yeah. back to a cause that gave you so much. Right. I completely understand that. Now, so you've been camping your whole life. You said you were started camping and then uh, we're doing rapids about what two months old? Yeah, I was canoeing. You know, not 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 white water prank, not yet. But it was I just did regular canoeing and camp when I was two months old. Yeah. And then after they figured out they couldn't drown you, they brought you back, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Once, and then um, I actually, I actually went on my first. We do a trip every, um, me, and my brothers, and my uncle and my dad. We do a trip every couple years. Um, either some, some, most of them have been national parks. Some have been a certain um, sa like one was a des desolation sound, which is like a body of water next to a. It's basically a body of water that's next to like an inlet, and. Um, we did that, and then we went to the, um, the Bahamas and sailed. But most of them lately have been um, state, national, state parks. So you've been actually dropped off by airplane, haven't you? Alaska, yeah, yeah, straight up, man. <laughs> just miniature, just a small, small airplane that, that you know that barely fit all of us in. Dropped you off. See you uh, in Alaska. See you in a week. Good luck. 
And one of the and that was the hardest. That Frank, I got pictures I want to show you. Maybe I'll put a picture up, um, you know, for the for the audience to see. But some of the some of the pictures are like incredible, and it was it kicked my ass because I was like, oh, because I was like, I didn't train really for it. Like my brothers were telling me, they were like, Sean, you're gonna get your ass kicked. Come on, and I was like, oh no, you know, I was like. Uh, I forgot how old it was at the time, but I was, you know, I think after, I don't know exactly when it was. I think it was maybe it was after high school or something, and I was just like an arrogant, you know, asshole. I still am, but. <laughs> We're not like, I've never been an arrogant <laughs> asshole. I don't know what that's like. Oh, uh, except for, never mind. I won't go there. But so anyways, anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, man. It was awesome. And uh, we hiked through rivers, and we had to take our um, boots off to get across certain places, and we got we had some rapids we had to were like class three we actually had to do like a like a um like a bridge like a hum like you know everyone hold on to each other while one person goes and then the next person goes and then we had to go up and down mountains and stuff like I, this is like it was like real shit and it was awesome so when you're in these desolate areas that are obviously extremely dangerous where you could die right um do you see any any wildlife that you don't, you think most people don't see most of the stuff we saw. Was, like giant moose. Yeah, giant we moose. saw. We've seen some moose some um, elk. in Montana and stuff. Yeah, when we were in Montana, we saw a lot of moose. Most of it is bear. Um, I always got. I have a look, lucky rabbit's foot that I found on one of the trips. I always take with. I always have with. I have it with me. Um, I always keep it with me. Um, and then you know, just basic, just basic stuff, man. Snakes. You know. Um, owl. A lot of owls. Just typical stuff. Nothing major out of the ordinary. So you're doing these things, you know, where you, where you go in these desolate areas and you're doing the human bridges and yeah. Is they just uh, is there a certain time of the day where you're like, okay, we're 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 stacking. Um, usually, usually at unless it's like unless it's like we need to get to this place. Once the sun once the sun goes down, we we need to find our campsite. Usually, you know, my brothers and everything they they always take the lead on like on prep preparation. So basically, it's every two years. So as soon as one trip's done, we're already planning the next trip. So, and so it all the so all the campsites are laid out, and we have a certain time. So yes, when the sun sundown, usually is when it's like oh. So when let's the sun's go. down, is that yeah. when you is that when you take out the beer and start drinking? And um, camp camp goes up immediately because the mosquitoes start getting bad in most of these places. So well, I I, understand. I, real, I do realize oh, it's oh. set up first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tents. Um, yeah, we don't usually we, we it's usually um it's usually just straight liquor. We don't we don't drink much beer on the trips because it's easy, um liquor's easier to transport. Right. Um, and then sometimes we'll fly stuff in certain uh, alcoholic beverages that aren't to be uh, <laughs> disclosed. But um yeah, usually we'll usually we'll start we'll usually get um what we call some people in our Canadian listeners, um will know what Yukon Jack is. So we do what they call a snake bite, which is two parts um, Yukon Jack, one part Rose's lime juice. And we usually, we have it pre-mixed. So we'll bring, <laughs> we'll bring a couple, uh, um, I guess, like more than a couple. Like I forgot how many we bring. I think it, the, um, so basically they're like um, little, like, you know, like water bottles, like canteens kind of thing. And, we specially mark them <laughs> so we know so we know the difference between those and and water, <laughs> and water yeah <laughs> I, could, I could see that that making I yeah see not, you should play it's pretty not, awesome bro you should not you should not mark them and just and just no play, we had that happen to my brother and, and, once and just play and just play uh it happened water to my, roulette and whoever and whoever just does it just gets really dehydrated quick yeah that happened to my brother once we actually had moonshine in one of them and he, it was hilarious. And he opened it. He thought it was water, and he took one sip. He took a big like gulp of it, and it was, it was hilarious seeing him seeing him spit it out. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, that was back in the that was back in the day though. Yeah. Right. So um, so a lot of these places, you know, because they're desolate areas, you have yeah. a lot of still water, and you got to sure. filter that stuff right because right. if you don't, it's like a night at the strip club, and you come back, and your old lady doesn't want you in bed. Anymore. Um, most of them we use are um water purifiers so there's the handheld ones where you, you take the you take the little end of the nozzle and you put it to the water and then you just filter it mm -hmm. and crank it and then it'll fill and then the little tube extends and you just can um put the tube so like into your own canteen 
just filter it out. They filter. They built in filters. In yeah. Them. So you're not you're not boiling the boiling uh, stuff out of them. You can It de- it depends on it depends on where where you have like, um we we boil water sometimes for dinner and stuff, but usually just for like drinking, we'll we'll um use like a really it has to be we use like a really good like water filter like we'll get from REI. I'm one of those camping stores. We always go there before um, the start of the trips. But yeah, man, it's always a good time, you know, doing these trips and stuff. What specific details? Um, just to be, just kind of, um, you know, it's good to read. Like, if you haven't camped before, it's good to read. Um, there's some handbooks and stuff that you know that you should know. Um, basic animal tracks, um, what to look out for, um, what's the difference, you know, between a bear track and a moose track and everything, and then. Um, you know, just, just, um, mo- a lot of it's like food preparation and getting a tent and uh, food preparation and sleeping arrangements. So, um, getting a good tent, knowing how to set it up beforehand, make sure that there's no, um, like leaks in it or anything, you know, make sure there's no leaks in the tent. And, um, a lot of it is just mental, mental prep, right, right, mental right. prep and nutritional prep pre and a lot of them nowadays have meals where they're they're pre-packaged meals so all you do is you get the water boiled and everything and you and you put the package in the call have you heard of mountain house frank that's a common that's like the most common uh, company mountain house so they they pre so they pre-packaged like dried you know fruit or Mm -hmm. dried meals that you literally just add water (laughs) you literally just boil water and then everyone everyone has their own usually you open it up, everyone pours the water in, and you mix it around and eat. A lot of them are. Some are um, take a little longer to prepare. Um, we've done desserts and stuff. We've made our own desserts like early on, like when we didn't know any better. <laughs> we put a lot more effort into it, but lately we've just gone with the Mountain House and other companies. This is the only company, but that's that's what I recommend, Mountain House. So how long do you typically hike for a day? Um, uh, depends on, it kind of depends on where we're at, like where we're at, um, in our schedule. Like we have a certain amount of time or we have, we have a preset, um, trail. Like we pre-plan where we're going to be each time. So it depends, you know, how far we get on day one. Like it just depends on where, like if, if you don't go as long as you, you pre-plan then you try to make it up. But usually our trips are. Um, at minimum a week and then usually we go I think a couple miles is is an easy day and then you know it just goes goes from there so what do you do when someone gets hurt do you just kind of sit there um I'll point at him and say it's all your fault it's all your fault or do you just kind of what do you do at that point you carry them um we actually haven't we actually haven't um had like a severe injury but we have had uh like dehydration, you know, I've had severe um, blisters and stuff. So we have a first aid kit that we we bring with us, you know. So usually it's it's first aid kits and stuff. Um, we haven't had two. We haven't had like a broken limb or anything or whatever. So what time of year did you go to Alaska? Was it frostbite season? Um, usually we go in the summer. It varies based on everyone's like work schedule and stuff. But most of the time is usually anywhere from like June to um, like September. September is the latest. Like this next trip, I have no idea. My oldest brother prepares, and I, I don't know what they're doing. But I assume it's probably Alaska, and we number them. So we did like Quetico National Park. It was Quetico four. It's the fourth time we did Quetico National Park in Canada, and then we do Alaska, um, which we've done multiple trips in Alaska, but. Usually, I think that's what we're going to do again is Alaska. It seems like our favorite um, destination for these trips. So, it's exciting, man. Every time I get it. I've got, and the older I've gotten, the more excited I get because I'm not that old. You know, I'm 31. But time, you know, Frank, let me, let me, let me finish because, you know, you only have one life on this world. And the older I've gotten, the more I've, I've um, cherished these trips and you know when I was younger I would just take these for granted and it'd be like a burden away from my social life and stuff my life 
you know, my normal life, it'd be like, oh man, it'd be like another trip. But then the older I've gotten, the more respect I've gotten for these trips because it's literally the only time I see my oldest brother. He's in Kansas City. So it's literally the only time I see him. And, you know, he has um, my nephew and my nephew and niece and stuff, you know. And when people start getting um, further away, it puts more of a prestige on these trips. There's a lot of alcohol that's drank, and <laughs> uh, it seems like the older we get, the more we happen to bring. It ha- there happens to be a couple more extra every time. <laughs> it's like, oh, we have another canteen. I thought that was it. Now, is there any situations where it does come because cause hydration? Is there any times when the alcohol actually does counter that to a point where it becomes you're like, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't drink tonight. We almost um, all got dehydrated today. Maybe we should drink tonight, and we should drink extra water. Yeah, it depends on. It's usually like how much do how much um do we have to how much do we have to go on like the next day. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all based on what we have to do the next day. Like if it's if it's like an easy day. Or if it's sometimes we'll have a day where we don't go anywhere, then we'll get like drunk. But <laughs> but if it's like a day, if it's like a let's say if it's like a four or five or six mile hike or at least that. If it's like a huge day, then we'll may keep it to um, one snake bite, one or two snake bites. Right, right. Um, but if it's like a day that we don't um, go anywhere, you know, I've seen a day where we've done like four snake bites and stuff and. Sometimes we'll even do a shot. It depends on what we have available. I've I've uh, I've surprised them with a couple bottles, couple shooters of whiskey before. And they had no idea I packed it, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh guys, I, I pulled it out of my pocket." And I'm like, "Oh guys, what's this?" Someone, <laughs> and they're like, "It was like a little shooter of Jack." And sometimes I'll surprise them with like a, sh- a couple shooters, you know, small little bottles. Yeah, 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 no, no. I and just, sometimes I we'll do something. sometimes we'll do whiskey and stuff on the side, but. <laughs> yeah, so so what do you guys do when you're drinking? Do you like sit around the fire and, and dance yeah, around shoot the fire? The shit. We just shoot the shit, man. Because I know when I'm talk drinking about... and there's a fire, I'm usually yeah. walking through it for fun. No, nah, man, we'll just talk about um, you know where we're at with our you know we. So you we, catch up. That's when we catch up. catch up. Yeah, yeah, we catch up. And like I said, the more the older we're getting, the more um, importance these conversations begin. And you know, and the more drunk people get, the truth kind of comes out that you don't get. You get more of a bond than you do in a no, in a normal setting because people are taking this trip like it's a vacation. It is a vacation, but it's it's kind of like a um, a bro down. You know, you're with you're with your family, and you can seem to um, let your guard down more. Obviously, most people with family more than just friends. Well, that so that se- conversations is, can get serious too. That's a wide. Sorry, sorry, Frank. Go ahead. That and no one has cell service. Yeah, too. So you have, you have <laughs> to no, talk to each other. Which is why, which is why every time at the end of the trip, people are uh, are quick to check their phone. We just wait. We're like an usually it's like an hour or two drive, um, and then all of a sudden mid mid drive we'll get we'll get cell service. Usually, usually we're out like an hour or two away from like we'll drive like two or three mi- or two or three hours away before coverage. Tower hits. Yeah, huh. and then we and then. That's it, man. And then usually, um, usually we. I think my backpack. I think I've gotten a bigger backpack, but I had a smaller one that we packed a couple times. But um, usually, I think we're at fifty or sixty pounds um, of weight. And then obviously, it decreases depending on um, if you carry if you have the food. Because then you, you're if you're the food, the food guy, guy, are you? Um, you're never the food guy, are you? <laughs> I've I have been, but you're right. Most of the time, it's it's um, you know the tent. I mean, no offense, bro. I love you, but if you're the food guy, I'm. I mean, I expect we're starving tonight. <laughs> I have, I, <laughs> I have been the food guy, and that's and that reminds me to my next point is we we double we double bag our stuff in case it gets dropped in water or whatever. We well, you ever double always, or triple bag our stuff in plastic plastic bags? Are you talking about sex or clothes and oh, stuff? Okay, okay. Clothes. We double triple bag our stuff. I get it. And of course, we always entertainment. You know is um is usually cards we play a game called pitch which probably a lot of people don't, have no <coughs> idea what it is but i'm very good at pitch are you serious or you i kidding? will beat anybody in have pitch. you played pitch before like the game i win i will kick your ass in pitch jack game really queen, i have I... no idea you played pitch this is the first time we've talked about this points are you serious i'm very good at pitch 
Are you serious? Very good at fish. Can, can we get another person in? I am very good at fish. It's not a very common game, so can we get another person in? Let's very go. No, let's go. I'll put money on it. Let's I'm, go. I'm pitch. Yeah. I will kick your ass and pitch. We just need another, because you can do a game at like three people at very like, minimum. Is this, this is the same thing when you're going to beat me in air hockey? No, this is serious. No, this is serious. We need, obviously, teams, usually. Usually we play teams. Yeah, teams. yeah, exactly. We need to get two people in. Can we can we can we get two people in? We'll find. We'll someone. probably have to teach them the rules. Yes, we'll find someone. But yeah, man, um, it's high it's, low game jack. Yeah, yeah, high low game jack. Yeah. yeah, and I, you know, and sometimes there's rules. It depends. You know, people. Sometimes <laughs> we have bands that you can't play. You can't play um, low right away. Like you, the or no no no, it's the two has to be, the two has to be the same suit as the trump. Yes, I, you always need Trump to win. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see, I, see what you, I see what you did there. Because obviously it's always the first card you use. The person starting is Trump for the whole thing. Right. And, you know, I always, I always assumed, you know, I always assumed that that was the president's favorite card game. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't believe you play. I would never even think to ask you that either because it's not a very common game. I'm very good. Would you agree, though? It's right. It's not a very common game anymore. It's not. It's kind of gotten. It's kind of a lost uh, game, I think. And that is it. But back to. So back, Sorry. So yeah. Back, let's go. Let's back go to back. To, yeah. Yeah. Back to high game. So anyway, uh, so you play games. You play game, card games. Yeah. And we use the fire for light, or. Um. Yeah. Fire, and we have headlamps. We each bring our own headlamps. <coughs> so you know, strap. Like the GoPros. On. Yeah, GoPros kind of, and you just. You just press the button and yeah. oh, maneuvers up and down. Okay. Now, I don't know about you, but walking down the street, I break or shatter my phones regularly. Right. Is there anything you pack your stuff in in case you drop it so it doesn't shatter? Like if, when you're on rocks and you're hiking in mountains, do you put extra stuff to pad your stuff so things don't just break when they fall? Um. Yeah, but for the most part, we don't. What's the word I'm thinking? We we don't we don't like super prepare. For stuff that that is less than just like water and stuff, but yeah, you're right. Some like my dad will bring a camera or something, and like a legit camera, like old school camera, for mm -hmm. videos and stuff. Right. Like he'll go like professional type stuff, right. and he will he will um, strategically place them in his pack so they don't get damaged. Yes, and he'll double bag, and then he'll he'll triple bag. Most of it's just bagged. I mean, there's not much else you can do because you have a limited space on the backpack. Right. So most of it is just plastic bags. Now Sometimes, you... I guess, they, they use bubble wrap and stuff, but I, I, don't, I don't do that. Now, when you hike, how do you hike? Because I've been in hiking trips where we're just what walking What do you mean, how do I hike? I walk. Yeah, uh, I've been in hiking trips where we walk through the woods. I've also been in hiking trips where people decide we're going to run up the mountain and down it um, for about 30 miles. And, you know, I don't know. I'm in decent shape. But I don't um, like running up. I don't like running through mountains for about thirty miles. Yeah. that's boring to me. That's not. Well, yeah, that's bro. not boring. It's just not fun. Yeah, bro. These trips, these trips that we're on, bro, you gotta <laughs> like pace yourself. So yeah, no, a lot of it is a lot of it's running for thirty miles, and I'm like, this is a lot fun. of it. A lot. Sometimes we'll get um, where they call uh, portages, like on our canoe trips. You know what portages, Frank? A portage. I have absolutely no idea. Okay, well, a portage is. You get to a like a body of water, you know, usually it's like, you know, a river, lake, whatever, and you get to and these are strategically planned by the park as portages. Mm -hmm. We did 18 last trip. Mm -hmm. So a portage basically is like is your you canoe until you can't canoe anymore. Mm -hmm. And basically what you do is you you carry you carry the canoe down a trail. Mm -hmm. Like you empty the you empty the canoe, carry your backpack and you lift you lift the canoe up I've been, with a partner, yeah. and you go through, and you go down, and you go down the trail for for one, two miles, whatever it is, and um, you you do that, and then you when you get to the beach or whatever, you place it down and keep going. So basically, it's just lifting when you can't canoe anymore. So I've been dying to do that. There's actually a place out here in Milton, Florida, where you can actually do that. Um, it's I think three days, you, you 90, bu 90 bucks you get the Let's canoe. do it, man. I've been dying to do it, but it, it, it's very hard to get. It seems like it seems like the more we do this podcast, the more we find things in common. That's, well, that's shocking how that is. Well, I want to do, <laughs> do it with four people, and it's very hard to find four people that want to do it. 
Yeah, man. It seems like it seems like the more we do the show, the more uh, somehow we find stuff in common. It's kind of weird how that works, huh? The more topics we hit, the more topics we hit, <laughs> the more, the more, um, you know, things things actually um, become entertaining. For who? Well, have you seen our downloads lately? <laughs> they're uh, they're skyrocketing. You know, I think I think we're finally uh, hitting good topics. But anyways. Back to kind of um, hiking. I mean, I recommend it for a lot of people. Um, you know, you don't have to go on these crazy trips. Just go to your local park. Um, and, um, you know, we touched on this in a previous podcast, I think. But um, it's, it's good exercise and, you know, you don't have to go crazy. But um, hiking's pretty fun because it's an experience that you don't get um, – in your normal like life it's it's and it's rewarding because you're putting physical exertion and you get like a when you get a good view or something it makes it worth it because you're sharing that view with sundown or you know sunrise with someone that's a significant other or it's you know a relative or whatever you're sharing a certain uh, you put effort into it and you get a you get a big reward because you're you feel fulfilled by going, you know, 20 miles, whatever, or 10 miles. Right. Now, um, obviously, you've done this a lot. Has there any been, ever been a situation where you've been doing this where you're kind of like, fuck, I don't think I'm going to make it? Yeah, man. I did a, like, when I was in, um, when I was in Boy Scouts, you got a badge for, um, this is when I was, because, you know, 18 is when that's it. Like, you can be a Boy Scout till you're 18. And they do it, and you can get a 50 miler like, um, like patch. And you know, here I am, 17. I didn't want to go on the trip. My dad was like, "Oh, oh, come on, do the trip," because he's he got designated because he was the um, uh, he wasn't the scoutmaster, but he got like designated to be um, kind of in charge of this trip, and he wanted someone um, like in his family to do it. And I was like, "All right, you know," and I and, um, I was like, "All right, I'll do it," and. Um, yeah, trips like that, and it's like I didn't want to do it, and it felt like forever. And then like there was an annoying um, adult that happened to me in my group um, that no one That's liked. Not a way to talk about a parent. So, so yeah, that trip in particular sticks out, but I made it. Um, and then there's some other trips like, um, like the ones that we haven't, like the ones that we sailed on earlier. Those get those are getting like. When we start doing more trips, there starts to be like a ranking of most popular ones. And, you know, there's the trip we did the Bahamas, stuff like that, that, that it's like, all right, we're not doing a lot, you know, let's the trip go, you know, quick. Well, I'm not talking about like trips you didn't enjoy. I'm talking about, or I mean, I'm talking about trips like, for instance, if you're sailing and you know how water comes over the bow. Right. So I'm like, shoot, these waves are thick. Oh, are we getting oh, to shore ever oh, again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like there's like there's some there's some trips that we like that we kind of wish we took a different route. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's a cra- like it was a crazy route, or there was a couple times where we went the wrong way. <laughs> it's like because we have you know you use, sometimes you have to use the compass, and there'll be times where it's like shit. Did we really go the right way? <laughs> you know. Well, well, have to because I've been hiking. I've been on like twenty mile hikes where they told when you get there in the morning they're like you have to use a light and I'm like I can see it in the dark. Yeah. So have to have to is a strange word. Yeah, sometimes should is should, should is probably more of the word you're looking for. Yeah, sometimes it's just a natural arrogance you get from doing from gaining experience. The more you do something, the more you get that opinion that hey, this is this is old hat, and then you then you skip a step on proper preparation. You know, and it's like, oh, I should have prepared my, I should have done stair steppers at, at the gym, you know, to prepare for the elevation. Right, right. Or, right. you know, you should have done a certain workout. Um, yeah, like there's some, there's some high, um, elevated hikes that, you, that we have to go up like certain mountains and stuff. Those are the ones that's like, to answer your previous question, it's usually the ones that are like mountain, mountainous hikes. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that's like, oh shit! So why did I get myself into this bullshit? So that's usually your own arrogance. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I I don't know anything about that because I've never been arrogant before. It's just a natural. No, it's a natural. Like you don't like even even like if if you're not even if you're um, respectful to nature and respect respectful of like what's around you, it's just natural to get a confident <coughs> kind of feeling when you when you do a lot of it. 
Absolutely. It's like, oh, I've done this before. And then you skip a step or two. I once told the guy, he told me I had to get, you know, the right hiking gear to hike uh, Gore Mountain in New York. And I said, oh, yeah? I said I could do it in a suit. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Granted, I didn't do it in a suit. Because oh, okay. They, they wouldn't let me, but I didn't bring much else. Right. I was the first to the top. <laughs> of course you were, Frank. You wouldn't be it wouldn't you wouldn't be Frank uh Frank Jag without being the first one up the hill, right? If I wasn't arrogant <laughs> and making it to the top, would it really be a story? No, no, it wouldn't. You wouldn't you wouldn't um you want, be you wanna hear the best part about it though? Yeah, what? I made it to the top of the wrong mountain. <laughs> That's funny. Cause I got back, I got there and I was like, Why well, no one's here? So we turned around. My sister was actually on the top of the right mountain. I was on the top of some other mountain, some other place. <laughs> yeah, man. Ironically, so, we were taking the same trail. We just—it was weird. Yeah, there's some there's some uh, memorable uh, trips though. Like this last trip we did, uh, what we call Credico um, Forest is our fourth time doing this trip, and this is the one that um, my first my first one of these trips. They let me go out when I was eight, and um, we get we got we get dropped off by um, speedboat. We go to the um, like trailhead, and um, and they're like an outfitter, so the outfitter will take us in like a boat and drop us off at like the start of the trail, and we'll go hike or whatever. And um, you know, I've been doing that since I was eight. There's some classic photos <laughs> of the guys um, that we that hap that that every time we get a girlfriend, they happen to they happen to um, get to see it by my parents uh, trying to um, embarrass us. That's fine. You got to weed out the ones that think it's entertaining. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, stuff like that, man. It just it just leaves kind of an indelible mark, you know? Mm -hmm. Certain moments stick out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, you know, embarrassing moments yeah. make the most fun stories. Right. And they right. make the most fun experiences at the time. Except yeah. for the person that's having the bad experience. Yeah. That's, no, that's irrelevant. Yeah, no doubt. Like, ones that can't... Um, like go to the restroom or you know you hey listen i don't know about everyone that. brings well everyone uh, brings uh, everyone uh, brings their own toilet paper that's uh, one of the rules i, I kind of want to hear the story about you not being able to go to the restroom well yeah this is this is something that happens this was the one when you were eight wasn't it no you couldn't figure out you were like daddy a i can't asshole. figure out how to poop asshole how do I poopy? it won't come out frank's an asshole if you haven't figured that out by the I'm 30 nice something guy. episode i'm a very nice guy um which is why you created the name Sensibly Cynical. Right. <laughs> no, but to answer to answer your uh, your question, um, this was actually. Do you know how to make proper bowel movements, or? Um, no, it's just <laughs> sometimes it's um, like an occurrence, like based on what you eat, and oh, um, you know it, sometimes it happens where things get you don't get hydrated enough, and I think I, I think I lack some um, proper nutrients, and um, it. My bowel movement got got stuck, like it, it got plugged up somehow, and I just couldn't go. I just could not go, and I think I maybe went like a whole um, like the eight days. I think the trip was. I think I could, I could count on one hand how many times I went, like maybe like two or three times. So on the way back, like when we got picked up, on the way back, it all it on the on the bumpy ride and stuff like super bumpy. It just all it just all came out, and I literally it was literally to the point. That's one way to clear constipation. Yeah, it was literally to the point where I had to get them to stop and go to the bathroom, and I was literally in the bathroom for like an hour or two, and flushed it like three times. Like it would just not stop, and I almost got sick because before I went to the bathroom, I almost got sick because it just uh, it all built up. So you're telling me you couldn't go for days, mm -hmm. and then the bumps, the the pressure on your butt. I mean, it, it, it didn't, it didn't kind of hurt. Unplugged you. It didn't hurt, Frank. How about that? It kind, didn't hurt. Kind of unplugged you. <laughs> it didn't hurt. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we just we just it didn't heard, hurt. We just heard a story about real life fudge packing. Yeah, it didn't hurt. How about that? And then also, packing. I had to take um, you know, uh, cran uh, cranberry. You know, cranberry helps. Um, you, like if you have UTI, you know, your your urinary tract. Yes, I, I had to. I had to. Um, uh, I drink cranberry juice anyways. Shut up, Frank. But no, I'm it, just. I'm just wondering. Like, shit, this is getting some therapeutic. This is some therapeutic. Yeah, man. I mean, it just. <laughs> it just is what it, it is. What it was, and um, 
it's just something I try to monitor, you know, the older I get and stuff. So Hey man, when you get older it gets harder here. Sometimes so, you fart and it's just a shit. You're about that age, right? <laughs> You're one to talk. <laughs> I'm not thirty yet. My soul hasn't died and expired yet. Yeah, but you're close. So, anyways, what else you wanna what else you wanna talk about on this on this episode, Frank? This is, is there... your baby, so we are talking about your camping experiences. Yeah, I mean, there's there's um, it's every couple years, so you know what's what's awesome is it's not too long until my nephew. You never had that problem, starts, did you? Starts hiking, you know. You never had a problem. What are you talking about, Frank? No. Okay. Oh, fuck you, dude. If, <laughs> No, but um, yeah, man. It's just the more, like I said earlier. It's the order you get, the more like I'm, you more you anticipate these trips, and the more you like do extra preparation. Like so, um, I know if you're curious about like what kind of clothes I bring. What kind of clothes do you bring? Okay, so you better you, not tell me a thong. So we don't really bring that much, man. Like believe it or not, we usually bring like three pairs of underwear for uh, for eight days. And we bring like you know, long, we'll bring like a long sleeve and <laughs> you know, a couple of long sleeves and no cotton. Like cotton is super frowned upon, just cause the wa- water soaks it and it's heavy. Yeah. But yeah. Um, usually, usually it's stuff um, that dries quickly, and of course a rain poncho, and you know, sometimes we'll bring like what a about, cotton mesh. What you about know? Heat gear and cold gear. Heat gear, yeah, like stuff that sticks to your stuff that sticks to your skin. Um, Under Armour is fine. I think I've done me and my brother. We do Under Armour. Sometimes I do Under Armour. Yeah, man, just stuff like that. Stuff that you're experiencing cold, like super cold temperatures. But we go in the summer, so we don't get like. But sometimes we'll get we'll get really cold temperatures, and it's nice to like have long johns too. You know, natural um, long johns. You ever get bored when you're long in the sleep. cold weather and try to blow, try to try to blow, when you get to your breath and try to blow it into circles and stuff. There's a certain amount of boredom that that naturally occurs, but yes, um, <laughs> it, <laughs> in the in the cold, it kind of is like we had one night. That reminds me, we had one night in um in one of our Alaska trips. That Frank, I I, I kid you not, when we went to bed. Please don't it, tell me about a circle jerk. No. Okay. When we went to bed. It was completely like normal, like not cold, the clear sky, and then when we when we woke up, snow everywhere. Like it literally went from like a nice quiet night, clear skies to snow blizzard in one night. That was incredible. I've stuff heard, like that. I've heard of that stuff. I grew up in upstate New York, and I'm pretty sure it's things occurrences like that or why. Antidepressants are so popular, and it was a long day, so most of us don't don't like remember even hearing the snow because we were all like we were all passed out because it was it was one of those days where we hiked a lot. Well, in those kind of weathers, you've got to be tired. You know, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It all it all it adds takes up. your mind off how how miserable you are. Yeah, it, it just it all adds up, and you know, it's just it makes you like the days that we. That we don't go anywhere. Like we'll have some days where we stay at the campsite, same campsite, like twice or three times. We'll still go. We'll do like a day hike. So we'll we'll day hike to like a waterfall, or we'll day hike to a certain landmark that is recommended by the tour guides. Like, oh, you got to hit this if you're gonna go on this route. You know, when you pick your routes, usually, um, and some trips, like we when we went to the Bob Marshall in Montana. You had routes to pick from, you know that range from beginner to experienced. Now, when you go to these different states like Montana, Alaska, yeah. you deal a lot of different locals, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's any any surprise to anyone that, depending on where you go in America, it's like being in a different country. Yeah. What is the most warmest native person that you've seen in the state? Um, you know, Alaska, you get your um, what's the what's the word, Frank? For Ala- um, not Alaskan, not Alaskan, but um, Eskimos. Yeah, that's it. We get some Eskimos, and you know, in Montana, you get a lot of um, just. Did they teach you the Eskimo kiss? <laughs> no, but a lot, a lot of really nice, really a lot of really nice people. They don't, you know, because they're they're less populous. They don't get a lot of um, kind of credit. I think is that the word for their hospitality. 
real hospitable folks. The beer is really good. Like they, a lot of them brew have like their own like local beer. Is really good. Like the Alaskan Ale and I mean, they need Montana has things. their own um, a lot of their own um, craft beers. So okay, now and we have watering holes that we go to every time. Like the same right, same right. bar every time. Right. Called now, the once called the Moose in Montana. So um, Kalispell or Kalispell, depending on what you want um, to pronounce it. What's your favorite? Um, what's your favorite craft beer that you've had at different states? Um, to uh, to be honest, um, I uh, they all kind of they all kind of blur together, Frank. <laughs> you oh, know, um, but folks. Yeah, they all kind of they all kind of um kind of blur together. Um, but there is a there is a bar. It's called um, just the uh, the Moose um, uh, in um, in Montana, and um, what's really cool is you can take a dollar bill and you write your name on it, and you can. Um, I know it's common in a lot of bars, but I like we like doing that where you you take a dollar and you just um, write your name on it, and you you could uh, staple it or whatever, put it to the um, like the wall. Stuff. So the Absolutely. beer, like I said, the beers, the beers just um, kind of blur, to, blur together. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that reminds me, Moostrol, Moostrol, that's it. That's stool? No, drool. Moostrol. Yeah, like you know, drool. <laughs> um, yeah, it's re- by Big Sky Brewing. Yeah, which is the local, which is what they call the area, kind of like Big Sky. Um, I think it's actually the conference for like Division Two, Big Sky Conference. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a local it's a local term for um, for that area, and then um, which is huge up there. It's a brown ale. Um, it's really good, and IPAs are huge up there. Indian pale ales, so pale ales are huge up there, um, and um, yeah, it's it's all it's just a it's just a good time. You know, we usually we go we usually go before and after to the same bars, um, and then you know we'll go to the sometimes sometimes these locations are real small. Now, being that they're small towns in unpopular states, yeah. Uh, what is the strangest custom you've eaten you've seen? Say that again. The strangest local customs. Oh, local customs. You mean like like what like traditions? Yeah, like uh, in here, you know. In the south, it's football and y'all, and this and that. In the north, it's hockey. Yeah, and there, it's a lot of um, lot of um, like just typical winter winter stuff. Ice fishing. A lot of it is um, uh, what is it? Dog dog sledding, I think, or dog sledding. Yeah, a lot of that stuff. Hockey, obviously, is huge curling? up there. Um, uh, probably, I'm not familiar, but. I know dog sledding is huge up there, and you can get tours, and you know there's the annual um, tour race, and it's 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 mostly just your typical stereotypical winter stuff. You know, I gotta tell you, I, I feel bad for the dog sleds because yeah, you know, you don't you don't know you don't know pain until you pull a dog sled. Yeah, it's just typical typical winter stuff. It's all good, man. Um, I'm just looking forward to the next one. <laughs> you know, absolutely. But. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty much covers. Do you have anything else you wanna you wanna grill my knowledge on? Like any other questions you wanna talk to me about or that's anything? about all I got right now. Can you okay. think of anything that you think the listeners should, should know about hiking that we haven't um, touched on yet? I just can't stress um, preparation enough, Frank. That's the last thing I'll say about it right now. Um, for this podcast is be prepared. This kind of spin it to the Eagle Scout motto, but <laughs> in all seriousness, be prepared. I mean, some I know some of these, you can go on beginner trips, like they rank them by kind of experience and everything, but be prepared. Try to have enough have enough socks, have enough, um, you know, in your first aid kit, uh, moleskin, which is like if you get a blister, you can put it um, kind of a quality protection. For your blisters in case like it pops, obviously that's one thing you do not want to happen is like an infection. So I can't stress preparation enough, and um, that's 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 key. You always got to be prepared for everything. Yeah. 
So, do you want to get to our sensible and cynical thoughts for the episode, Frank? Sure, yeah, and I'll go first. I'll go with sensible. Sensible, uh, I'm, I'm really sensible about, you know, this. It was nice to Sean to talk to us about camping, the things you have to go through. And I think camping, you know, is an art that really needs to be practiced more by people because when you're camping, you get away from technology and you actually get, right. to, you get some exercise and you get to actually enjoy the um, the company of other people and that, I think that that's a lost art yeah I mean it's probably it's probably pretty obvious what I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick sensible um, kind of to piggyback what you said it's important especially now in 2018 to get away to get an escape from technology especially with all these apps social media apps and everything so I, I can't stress getting away from the kind of the social media kind of what's the word i'm trying to the i won't say it's a burden but sometimes people get stuck on who liked my status rather than how to make a campfire <laughs> how to actually it builds life skills like i think people take away kind of take food for granted take uh sleeping ac- accommodations like we have um you know how to properly sleep in a uh, sleeping bag, how to properly space out your quarters. Okay, so you have a campsite. It's um, where, like, when you when you camp, are you going to do, like, at an angle? You know, you got you to be strategic about where you place the, um, the tent because, you know, if you place it at a wrong angle, it could slide, you know, if it rains. You could have an issue. You're near some animal nightmare. or something, some danger. You know, it's just it. It just it's all about being prepared, and I, it it kind of teaches you. It brings you a sense of calm. So that's my sensible thought. Is I think everyone should at least attempt it, even if you haven't do the beginning trails. So that's my sensible thought for the episode. Um, Subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. And Frank, do you have anything else you want to talk about tonight? I just want to say, you know, you gave us a lot of good information today, and it's very comfortable to have you give us such good information. Well, I, and I really do appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I, I appreciate that as well. And, um, you know, it's it's something I care passionately about. And um, it's something that, at, like I said earlier, as I've gotten older, I've learned to you know, not take it for granted. And the more knowledge and um, I can share with our listeners, the better. So I think with that, everyone um, be prepared. Have a good night.